0: Hi friends and welcome back to So Jaded. I'm your host Jade Rodriguez and we have some really great content coming up for you today. So this episode is all about sex in the city. I'm talking to my awesome cousin, Laura, and her wonderful friend, Jen. So for anyone who doesn't know, this is a show that came out in 1998 and actually ended in 2004. So Laura and her friends from college definitely had a strong connection to the show, and they still do today, which is why it was so important for me to talk to them about it. And we had a really great time. So I hope you enjoy anymore. Cause I got no words coming out of my mouth. I think that you think that
1: I think we're all good, but I know you would
0: do it again. So hello. Um, Thank you all for being here. I really appreciate it. I know um you both have like really busy, busy schedules, uh, which I completely get. So thank you. Um so today as you both know we're talking about Sex and the City which has honestly been both of y'all are really really um lucky to be on this episode because apparently it's like been really wanted, I guess. I don't know. Like my friends are really excited for it. Like it's just a popular show to talk about. Um so The fans want what they want, I guess. Um, So I would love it if both of you could introduce yourselves. Um, I would love to know like how both of you met each other and um, how you kind of came into each other's lives and then also kind of like your journey with the show. So how you started watching it, when, why. So if you want, Laura, you can start.
1: So hi, guys. My name is Laura. Um, So... Jen and I met, actually, and also Brandy and Sadia, who are not here, but are are partners in all of this, um, all met at college at Pace University. And we started college in 1998. Sex in the City launched in 1998. So it kind of bloomed at the same time as our friendship bloomed, some a little bit earlier than others. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, Sadia was my neighbor. Brandy was just there. (laughs) 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 I met her through like different clubs and whatnot. And Jen Mm -hmm. actually came a couple years later. Um, But then the four of us, which is something that was just really interesting um, and how we relate so much to Sex and the City is if you look at the four different characters of Sex and the City, they're all such different personalities. Mm -hmm. And you would never look at them and think, These girls can be friends because you've got the fashionista, you've got the artist, you've got the public relations sex pot, you've got the nerdy, you know, but sexy lawyer. And if you really think about it, like it's not a relationship that you would ever think like those girls match. Mm -hmm. And that kind of comes into play a lot with the four of us as well. We're all so different in so many ways, but somehow something just clicked and since 1998 and what we're 2020 now we still continue clicking so that would be what i would say is like kind of the intro to our story and yeah. how we get so much to sex in the city and why it's so impactful for us as well yeah
2: love that i think too like during that time like every every young woman and even older woman was watching that show because there was nothing like Sex in the City prior. Mm -hmm. You know, and here we were going to school in the city and we were kind of, you know, thinking we were city girls and we were going to (laughs) have these wonderful, you know, exciting careers and we were all going to live in the city and we were going to have brunch every Sunday together. (laughs) Um, You know, I think that was also a big thing is that there was no show like that before and sex in the city really tapped into like a huge demographic of women young women mm-hmm. and they we were portrayed differently on television than before that right yeah. like, like the power to be
1: who we want to be. Yes. You know, it really like was giving us the liberty to just express ourselves. However, we wanted to express ourselves. And it, it also created a little bit of a fantasy for whom we wanted to be as we graduated college and then became on mm-hmm. adult as adults.
0: Yes. Definitely. Yeah. And you both, um, I didn't know that you went to pace Jen.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I um, I actually met, I met them. I actually met Laura first. We had a class together, and I met her right after September 11th. And she had given me all her notes from school because I didn't come back right away. Mm-hmm. And then, um, then she introduced me to everybody else. So she's like, she was like the gatekeeper. true. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting because it, we would say that
1: like Brandy would be the most probably Carrie if you're gonna characterize her as one. Mm-hmm. But I think all have a little bit of each one yeah. uh, or at least two that we most resonate with. Um, and I've, I've always kind of looked at myself with regards to Carrie in that way that like mm-hmm. I kind of brought this yep. together. and But then we all have our own each individual relationships and they've all flourished on their own as well. So,
2: yeah, Definitely. I don't like I don't like to talk about the times before me. Like that like the BJ, like <laughs> before Gen times, that doesn't exist in my life. So the, the um, BJ the times. Proper- I don't care. That's before Gen.
0: <laughs> I get that. That is so, so funny. Um I love the fact that you are all still friends. I think my life basically completely mimics. Um, that I just graduated from Pace um, which is pretty crazy and watching I actually finished watching the show this past fall semester so like two semesters ago is when I finished watching it and it's definitely the same thing like people watch it nowadays and um, kind of like we were talking about of like that fantasy of like living in the city and living that like fabulous life Um, it's kind of like what everyone wants Um, Mm -hmm. So it's like the impact has just always been it's just like what the show is like really known for, Um, which I guess that kind of goes into kind of like what I want to talk about first, which is how we think of the characters as individuals and like them coming together. They're all so different. Um, But what about them do we really think would be considered dynamic? So that's kind of like what I've been running with through all these episodes on here um, is these women are individuals. Um, They're really unique. Um, But we also see them like struggle and go through their lives and their issues because obviously no one's perfect. And I think that is what makes them dynamic. So I guess like what part of that do both of you really connect to?
2: Like, so I think I resonate with each of them and maybe like one a little bit more. And I know Samantha is probably the one (laughs) that I resonate with more. Um, But I feel like with Miranda, just for the work ethic and that she's so empowering, Mm -hmm. like she's always like, you know, she's always lifting them up and like, you need to do this and this is what's right. And she's always like the voice of like reason, I would say, you know, like Mm -hmm. of how you, if everything was to go perfectly well, you'd want to like follow Miranda's advice. Like, but that's not how life always goes. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think I kind of resonate with her only in the simple fact that like when the girls are going through stuff, I'm always like, fuck him. No, you're not going to do that. And, You know, you need to empower yourself and all this other stuff. But yet I don't necessarily always live by what I preach. Um, I resonate with Charlotte probably least of all. (laughs) Yeah, I think that, I think it's, it's, it's
1: um, not to interrupt you, but I think that each one of us will have like the most of two characters. Like I think you're Samantha Miranda. I'm Charlotte Carey Mm -hmm. (laughs) is Carrie Samantha I really think that Sadia is Miranda yeah (laughs) of all like a hundred percent mostly Miranda Miranda. yeah Mm -hmm. the only one that really has like that true characteristic of the one character right Mm -hmm. and I think that like for me like I resonate most with Charlotte and I think What makes her dynamic is is that no matter what anybody else says, no matter what, you know, she always just goes by what feels right to her, you know, and obviously love is like a big part of her life. She's always seeking love. She's always seeking her husband, but she's always seeking her girlfriend. She's, you know, that whole quote of maybe men aren't our soulmates. I don't remember exactly the exact quote, but yeah our girlfriends are our soulmates and we always talk about that with one another because I think we spend a lot of time finding like our person. Yeah. But yet we have this journey of the last 20 years that even those relationships that failed, whom do we call on and it's to each other. And they're, they're, they're all dynamic women for different reasons. You know, Miranda's like her work ethic. She's a very strong, independent woman, you know, with, with Samantha, she doesn't care what anybody thinks about her and her sexual energy and her. She doesn't care if anybody is going to look at that in a negative light. A woman has any right to be as sexual as a man has a right yes. to be. Sexual. It doesn't make that woman a whore or that makes that woman, you know, uh, something negative to look upon. Mm-hmm. Um, with Charlotte, she's just always about, you know, being kind to one another. And she <laughs> is always thinking about...
2: She just is just like the most caring, kind-hearted, loving... She believes loving. like the good in everything and everybody. Mm-hmm. She wants to always believe it she wants and to. always find it. And yeah. there may be some naiveness to that, but that's yeah. okay.
1: Because mm-hmm. that's what makes her her. And mm-hmm. then with Carrie, I mean, she... I will say, like, she's kind of like a little bit of the leader of the pack. You know, she has, like, the most rational sense of all of them. Um, and she will always take each person for exactly whom they are. Yes. You know, uh, out of all of them, she takes Samantha for who she is and will never go, like, will never, like... Judge. Forgive. Yeah. Yeah, she encourages everybody to be whom they are as they are. And... That in and of itself, anybody can just be themselves and live their true life. I mean, that is definitely, I would say, a definition of being dynamic.
0: What would – because before you were kind of saying how, you know, there was nothing really like this on TV before that point. What do you think – made it so different was it the fact that you were like finally seeing women in these relationships and these like strong friendships and strong like sexual relationships or i mean i don't like what do you think it was that was different
2: i think that's a part of it i think like just seeing how they owned their true selves and they were unapologetic for who they were and it was portrayed on television um i also think it was it was more relatable to us because it was our time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, like, you know, the, cause the golden girls kind of have the same, yeah. we always you know, talk. Yeah, we always say the golden girls too, but it's like, you know, they're, they're elderly. We don't, <laughs> yeah. you know, when we're older, we'll probably go yeah. back and be like, oh, the golden girls are so great. <laughs> but you know, sex in the city, we could, it's more relatable to us because of our age. And then the simple fact that they, it portrayed women in a different way on television where they were, Unapologetically who they were. And I think it it, it was real. It wasn't like trying mm-hmm. to portray this woman on television like, oh, all women are all they're trying to do is find a husband or, you know, they're demure or whatever. Like, no, these were real women going out, having drinks, having sex, you know, living I mean, life, I mean, being heartbroken, and it was all raw, and you saw it on television. And this is what we were going through. Mm-hmm. I think that at the time that we started watching it, we weren't necessarily
1: there just yet because we were still yeah. in college, we were younger, yeah. But, but it did create that fantasy of mm-hmm. what we envisioned ourselves when we got out of school. Then yeah. as we went through our 20s, it literally, I mean, for the last 20 years, we have been re-watching it over yes. and over. Anytime I go through any sort of depression <laughs> or any sort of heartbreak, or whatever it may be, I will restart the whole series all over again. Yeah. And it gives me such a sense of, like, I don't know, like, it's going to be okay. Yeah. Um, but we lived through it then through our 20s and going out in the city and, like, all the places that they would visit and us going to those same places. Yeah. <laughs> like, we had drinks and we had to have drinks there also. Because it kind of made us feel like, wow, we can do it too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're doing it also. And then, like Jen said, it did portray women for everything they are, uh, whether a woman wanted to find her husband or whether a woman wanted to find a man for the night. (laughs) And that's all it was. Or whether a woman was struggling with having a baby or struggling with a 20-year relationship with a man, you know, and eventually finding their own. But Mm -hmm. all their different struggles, whatever it may have been, is... Really, just a lot of the scenarios that we've gone through through all these years. Mm-hmm. We grew up with them, and it's kind of like now at this point, we're almost up to the stage of where they were like three quarters of the way into the show. Because if you really think about it, at the end was when Samantha turned 50, so yeah. we still have a little ways to go to catch <laughs> up. <laughs> and she but, was the
2: older one in the group, <laughs> yeah.
1: But you know, we're like we're almost there Not right now growing
2: like with the show even yeah. if it's like continuously watching them over and over again mm-hmm. and i think too like even when i rewatch it now you you obviously have different perspectives on oh, life be based on different experiences so i'll watch it now and i'm like holy shit like this means so m- like why did i not see this before you know or oh yeah you just look at it with different eyes as you watch it at different stages of your life and different things that you've been going through so i mean yeah
0: you're both totally right like you mentioned with um with charlotte specifically her now that i think about it her storyline is really ahead of the time it was really ahead of the times i think um i feel like now when you look at tv like you people are starting to understand a lot more how some women do struggle to have kids and how often that struggle is um whether that be how often women have miscarriages just like how often women it's it's a struggle for couples um so thinking about that storyline and how they were actually writing that back then um is really crazy because I feel like that was a very specific like new thing that no one would talk about really it's a little bit more now but
1: yeah nobody would talk about it back then Mm -hmm. now the world Mm -hmm. has become a place where everybody talks about everything but it's kind of like what Jen said when mm-hmm. we started watching the show maybe it's something that didn't necessarily like resonate with us because it wasn't something we were going through at the time as yeah. we've older and we also had kids older in our lives um we realized like wow how many of our people that we know also struggled and then that in that way we were able to really be able to understand that yep. perspective in a different light than we might have back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why like that show means so much as we continue to watch it because we lo- We still learn different things as yeah. we go through our lives. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. I have friends right now who like are still like obsessed with the show, like love it. Um, just like the same thing that you guys have said. So it really is a show that just like spans generations. I think I'm still, I've taken some tests to figure out which one I am. (laughs) I do get, I did one that it shows you like a percentage of who you are. I'm never, ever Charlotte. I'm like a very small percentage Charlotte, but <laughs> I usually, <neither> I.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it, it definitely makes sense for you, Laura. I feel like you're always yeah. trying to see the good in everyone, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's so funny because I really do think everyone is a mix of them, which mm-hmm. really does show like how dynamic we are. Like we've been saying, exactly. Um, yeah do you think there are any parts of the show that maybe haven't aged well? I know Sarah Jessica Parker sometimes, like, she'll say in interviews, which, like, can we just say, like, she's so funny and um, her career has been so amazing, like, ever since then, too. Um, But she's also said sometimes how, like, not everything that they did they like got right just because it is it was like in 98 to 2004 um mm-hmm. are there any things that kind of like stick out to you that might not age that well or like you can't really relate to that well and it's okay if there's not <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: You know honestly I think the only thing that I necessarily couldn't relate too well to is, is that I personally never had there was a very big gay population or like audience in that show, and I've always wanted, like, a best friend, like, Samford. <laughs> and I <never> had one. <laughs> that was the only thing that I really couldn't relate to. And also, the fact that there were, they definitely were well off, even yes. though they explained about not being well off, yes. or, like, they explained about, like, not having shoe money or being broke or whatever. No, you were <laughs> Because you lived in the city and you were going to these, like, high-end restaurants and, you know, they did a lot of things on their own. So it wasn't like men were always paying for them. So on that end, it's actually really interesting because, you know what, I talked to some younger girls um, that are in their 20s, late 20s, whatever, early 30s even. And they're like, oh, yeah, when we go to, like, a bar, we'll let guys buy us drinks. Why not? We never did go against that. When we were in our 20s like how stupid. We didn't right like as drinks because yeah. we had it. We don't need a man to get us anything. So like interestingly enough as much as like we didn't maybe relate to them financially, we still somehow like kept up that whole independent <laughs> woman. I've got I don't it.
2: need you for anything. I, don't I need got you. this. <laughs>
1: That is so
0: funny.
2: (laughs) Which is so silly. Now um, now when I go out, I'm like, oh my God, can somebody please buy me my shirt? (laughs) (laughs) Please. (laughs) I'm like, eighteen dollars for a drink? What the hell?
1: (laughs) It's so true. And then we kind of testify advice and we're like, no, we're we're good. We're We're good. Yeah. we don't need it.
2: And we also didn't want anybody encroaching on our time. Yeah, like, we would go out and stuff, and we were with the girls. Like, no, 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 I'm sorry. Like, don't bother us. Don't try to come over here. Like, we're not having that.
1: Yeah, so. but
2: I think that those were like the, the two things that I didn't necessarily
1: personally relate to. Was one, like, just the fact that there were they had a lot of like gay presence in the show, mm-hmm. and I don't I wish we did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I. I had that, and two was the fact that they had what seemed to be unlimited funds to do whatever they wanted. Yeah, you necessarily have that. So those are the only two things that I would say. You know, and then we all kind of moved away, like from the city into the burbs, and they stayed. Girls. Yeah, you know, was that's also a difference of, you know, we then got married, had kids. You know, some of yeah. us are <laughs> getting divorced. Yeah. But you know what? Like, but we, we kind of became the suburb people and, 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 and our, as much as we want to like still relate to them, our lives are totally different from what it used yeah. to be. Yeah. It's funny
0: though. Cause that whole, there's that whole storyline where, um, Miranda's like, I can't move to Brooklyn. She's like, I can't, like, it's too far. And in your head, you're like, uh, it's like a train, like you're fine. But even
1: (laughs) throwing that in there. Going to Brooklyn was like a big thing. Actually, they had, when we were there, they had just started doing their, um, their dorms at, in Brooklyn. Mm. Like it just started in Brooklyn Heights. And It was, like, a big thing. A lot of people didn't want to go. Now, as we were starting to graduate, like, around 2002, people then started to, like, venture out and go to Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. But there wasn't a lot around like there is now. So it was just, like, a totally different situation. Now being in Brooklyn is, like, almost being in Manhattan. Like, how cool is Brooklyn? Yeah. But yeah. It really wasn't at the time.
0: Something that's definitely changed over the years. Now people people still feel involved if they're, if they're like living in Brooklyn or like living somewhere a little far away, they're like I still get the effect. But things like that have been called out before like in friends for example, they're like living in this apartment, like what? Like how much are they paying like all these shows of yeah. just like it makes no sense. So I was in order to like prepare for this episode, I was um rewatching the last episode of the series. Um, I know that the movies, wait, actually real quick, before I go on to that, uh, did you guys like the movies?
2: I the did. first one I did. The second one I thought was horrible. <laughs>
1: okay. Both of them, but I definitely liked the first one over the second one. Yeah.
0: Gotcha. Because I know some people felt I mean, I don't know. Obviously, like, some people like them, some people don't. But um, it was just, like, such a different world from – it felt, like, so much bigger than the show, I think. Um, Like, they were trying to tackle, like, so much more that it just – yeah. Um, Yeah. But – oh, so I was rewatching the last episode, and Carrie says this thing where she's kind of, like – You know, it's all it's always been about relationships and like all the relationships in your life. And she says that the most important relationship is the one with yourself. And Mm -hmm. then she's like, if you find someone who's going to love the you that you love, then that's amazing. So even though it's a show that I think a lot of people can judge, I think it is a show that's really easy to judge um, Mm -hmm. because it's like all it's like oh you don't need a man but like they all end up with men you know what I mean but they still do put that in there of like they're able to be in these happy relationships because they have found themselves right which I think makes a lot of sense and is something worth mentioning because I think it's a show that a lot of people judge like have you seen that that kind of people will be like oh sex in the city like if they're not like a woman who's watched
1: it our generation, you don't get a lot of judgment, not from yeah. the women, maybe from the men,
2: yeah. yeah,
1: not from the women, because I think it really just, it was like a big piece of our generation. Um, I do definitely agree with that statement that she says. I think that that's one of the reasons why like my marriage didn't work is because I didn't find the man that loved me for whom I am. I know he cared about me. I know he tried his best, or at least he thought he did. But that's what was missing. Mm -hmm. And I know that's maybe that's why when there was heartbreak, you go back and you rewatch. And (laughs) like, you know, like,
2: it's not that you're looking for big (laughs) per (laughs) se. I am. I don't know. I don't know about (laughs) you, but I definitely am. Yeah, yeah. Sugardaddy.com is my new plan. <laughs> I'm telling you.
1: <laughs> you know, yeah. Like who doesn't want to find, especially as you get older, you get comfortable with whom you are and you yeah. want, you like who you are. Like I like who I am, but I want somebody to like adore that piece of who I exactly. am. And the only way that we're, and I want to be, I also want to adore the person that they are as well. But yeah, definitely like, I don't think there could be happiness if there isn't really that.
2: And I think the big thing too, with like, with girlfriends and like how Carrie says, like the the biggest relationship is that the one you have with yourself, that's always a work in progress. And sometimes you don't necessarily always see the good in you, but your girlfriends do. Like I, I could be down and, and I was in a relationship where I didn't feel worthy. And all of my girls were always like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You are amazing. Like they brought it back to me, mm-hmm. you know? So I think that's a big part of like your friendships, like your relationships is you want to be with people who love and adore the person you are, even when you don't see who you are.
1: You know, you want to make, be with people who make you feel good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Situation where someone didn't make me feel good no matter what I did. And I always felt like I wasn't good enough every single day. But then I would always say like, I don't, feel good enough and he'd be like that's crazy I don't do anything to make you feel that way I'm like really because when I'm with my friends I feel good Mm -hmm. they make me feel like I'm more than good enough and I feel like exactly how I'm supposed to be feeling but there's something here that isn't it's not connecting and that's and that's when I knew like the door was to like had to close because of that Yeah.
2: yeah And I think like you touched upon like how the show is all about like them saying, I don't need a man. I don't need a man. But then they wind it up with men. I think when we say that, like when women say like, I don't need a man, it's not that we don't want to have a man and you don't, you know, it's just that I don't need a man to take care of me. I don't need a man to pay my bills. I want a partner. So I think that's the big thing. Like, you know, for people to look at it like, oh, well, these women, like they're taught like women don't want men, they don't need men. No, women don't need men, they want them. And we that's the us, difference. Man. Exactly. Yeah. We want and a we partner. Like,
1: I build my bike today by myself. I don't need a man. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if I had one here that wanted to
2: build me one and sure?
1: I why yeah. not?
2: <laughs> and look, and they all winded up with men who complimented their life of who they were. Mm -hmm. And that, I think, at the end of the day is what we all are looking for and what we all want. You know, you want great relationships, like Laura was saying. Like, you want somebody who's going to love and adore and and just complete your life, not because Mm -hmm. you need to have them, but because you want that, you know?
1: But even if you think about it, at the very end, like, he knew that she was not going to be complete with her day without having her family, like, the rest of her family there. Yeah, and what's so interesting about that is when I got married, and I had um my I will say elopement. One of the things that Jen has said to me is, is that my problem with that is that he knew that you wanted more than that, and he chose not to offer that to you. Yep, and that turned her off from my marriage because he didn't compliment that piece of my life that, like, I needed. Whereas in the situation, like, if you look at with Big and Carrie, you know, he knew that she needed her girls there, and he with them, and then it literally completed the day. Yeah. Mm.
0: Yeah. It's so – every single episode of this podcast, I've managed to mention – Female friendship. I'm starting to think it's just the thing that makes the world go round. Um, sure. Because it's like <laughs> the greatest thing in all of these shows is like the female friendships, the female relationships. Like, and um, I loved what you both said. I'm genuinely feeling inspired. I'm not kidding because it's it really just says a lot about yourselves when you feel like your friends do see you. They are your support system. I mean. I haven't said this yet, but like, Laura's my cousin. So, like we come from a very like big family. Like we know what it means to feel supported by a family. But we're we're both very alike in the way that, like we've also found a family and our friends. Yeah. and like, um, knowing like the differences between that and like how amazing it is to have that um is one of the things that like sex in the city does so well um and i think that's why so many people want to relate to it and it's really special like when you do find that friend yeah. group so i know um laura you said kind of already like what you thought of as like a dynamic woman character um but i would love to know if you have anything else to say on it, but also Jen, if you want to give kind of like a definition of like what you really think that means as like being dynamic, like what that definition is for you.
2: So I, I feel like just to being a dynamic woman is just, is just owning your true self and being unapologetically who you want to be, no matter what that is. And that's going to be different for everybody, right? Like mm-hmm. my dynamic self is going to be different than yours or Laura's or another, you know, another girl or woman, you know, listening. And I think that's the big thing is just being true to who you are and what you want. And, you know, no excuses, just be who you are and love yourself. Actually, I think we sometimes talk about
1: that when we give each other advice, right? Sometimes we give each other advice based off of like what we know the person deserves. Yeah. Like, no, you deserve more. (laughs) Yeah. But sometimes I'll tell Jen, I'm like, you know me though, right? Like you know, like, give that. me more advice. Give me more <laughs> advice. Yeah, I'm like give me advice based off of whom I am, what I'm gonna do, and I have to. And sometimes we have to look also check ourselves in that way yeah. too. And just yeah. like, hey, look, I know, I know Jen, and yeah. I'm gonna give advice based off of Jen. Yeah. And my advice to Jen is gonna be a different advice to Brandy. Is gonna be a different advice to someone else because we all have. We're all so unique in our own right. We can all be dynamic in our own way, which at the end of the day goes right to what you said, be true to ourselves mm-hmm. and always going to look different. It's not going to be the same for all of us.
0: Amazing. Well, I don't know about y'all, but I think this was a great conversation to have. Yes, um Thank you. Of course. Thank you both so much. I really appreciate it. Any last words? <laughs>
1: Definitely a lot of fun. I think we could talk about sex and City like all day. I know. Mm-hmm. Talking to another friend who was just, was into their own thing. And we're like, do you want to do like a sex and City like night? Like that's like, <laughs> <our> <laughs> it'll include booze, of, of course. course. <laughs> and even if it's just like over the phone or whatever, we always just like kind of gravitate towards that making us feel better in life for some reason. Mm-hmm. And such an impactful piece of our transformation from teenagers practically to young I mean,
2: women. 40 uh, <laughs> young yeah. women yeah, I, we're still very young okay yes, yeah. you are
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: Well, I want to thank you both again. have a thank great you. rest of your night and
1: Me too. yeah. We're so- <laughs> MARS!